Hello, uh, Deacon Allen here, doing the uh, exercises for uh, Unit 6. So we're on pages 54 and 55 of our textbook. Looking at the drills, um, I think those were fairly straightforward, but I'll just run through those really quickly. Redis become, is singular and would become reditis. Diletis is plural, and so it would become deles. Habemus is plural, and so it would become habeo. Agit uh, becomes agunt. Credo becomes credimus. Um, <laughs> of course, we say the creed. Uh, credo in unum deum, I believe in one God. And uh, uh, in our old uh, English translation at Mass, we turned the translation of the Nicene Creed into we believe. But, of course, the Latin was, was uh, credo, so that's why in our current translation, which is much more accurate to the Latin, if a little clunky, um, uh, uh, says I believe again. But anyway, so credo, credimus. Um, Capiunt, that's plural, third person, so it becomes capit. Uh, facis uh, would be singular, so facitis is the plural. Uh, audimus is plural, so we get audio uh, in the singular. Um, advenis is singular, so we get advenitis in the plural. Um, and then educitis is plural, so you get educis in the singular. Um, yeah, and then we're moving on to the direct questions. Puerum vocas, um, a singular, right? So do you call the boy or are you calling the boy? Um, ambulatne ad ecclesiam, that's that ne that uh, turns it into a question, right? Uh, um, literally, aren't you going, <laughs> uh, uh, to the church? Um, or, or, I mean, aren't, aren't he, is, is he, isn't he going, sorry, I put that in the sing in the second person, it's the third person, uh, uh, isn't he going to the church? Uh, you know, or, or you could, or it could be just a straight up question, you know, does he walk to the church? Is he, is he walking to the church? Ambulare, to walk, right? Um, uh, the third one, you know, uh, uh, hymnum cantant, uh, hymnum cantant. Notice they're both this, exactly the same words. One's a question, one isn't. Uh, do they sing a hymn? Are they singing a hymn? They sing, or they are singing a hymn, right? Um, ad judeum advenit, or advenit, sorry. Um, uh, does he arrive at or come to Judea? Or is he arriving at or coming to Judea? He or she or it, I suppose. But, um, and then, verbum dei servatis, um, do you, plural, keep the word of God, or are you keeping the word of God? All right. Looking at the exercises, let's just do the odd-numbered ones. Um, Pro Hebrais, Dominus Egyptios Fugat. Prohebres, on behalf of the Hebrews, and it's plural. Dominus is our subject, the Lord. Egyptios, so that's our accusative, fugat, uh, puts to flight the Egyptians. All right. 
quaternis preceptis dominus populum monet. Okay, now look at, we've got our, we know that monet, so we're going to be looking for a singular subject, and we get dominus, so dominus is our subject, and populum is our uh, accusative, so that's our direct object. So we've got that clause, eternis preceptis, right? And that is ablative, and that's an example of the ablative of means that we talked about. So here we get with his eternal precepts, or by means of his eternal precepts, um, the Lord warns the people, or you know, his people, I suppose we'd say in English. Um, okay, number five, episcopus populum in ecclesiam inducit. Um, the, uh, our subject is episcopus, uh, populum is in the accusative, um, in ecclesiam. Notice, uh, that you've got in, but in can either take the ablative or the accusative. If it takes the accusative, it has the sense of motion towards something. So it means into rather than in or on into or onto rather than in or on. And since our, our accusative here, ecclesiam, um, it means into. So here we have uh, the bishop leads the people into the church. Number seven. Cum gaudio vinum bibimus vitae. Cum gaudio with joy. Uh, but this is a question, actually. So, do we, because it's uh, uh, bibimus, uh, do we drink? Uh, notice how here again, Latin word order is very flexible, and so here we've separated the noun from its adjective by the word bibimus. We do that a lot in Latin. You're going to come to that as we're, you know, I think Collins is gradually introducing you to the flexibility of Latin um, because uh, um, we we would, uh, you know, uh, for simplicity's sake, because we're all English speakers and this is a textbook for English speakers, uh, he's heretofore generally followed uh, English sentence order, even though it can make for clunkier or less elegant Latin. This is an example of what the Latin, uh, uh, you know, Romans would have done all the time. You separate the noun from its adjective by another word to, by way of emphasis or just elegance. So here we get, um, uh, obviously it's vinum vitae, the wine of life. Do we drink the wine of life? But they're separated by bibimus. So, uh, cum gaudio, with joy. So literally we'd have with joy, the wine do we drink of life. <laughs> Not good English word order. Uh, sounds like something Yoda would say. I always think Yoda in Star Wars, his native language was Latin. Um <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, that, uh, but in Latin, that's a, it's an elegant sentence. All right. Moving on to number nine. Famulus malus puerum auro seducit. What's our subject here? It's famulus malus, the wicked servant or household servant, really. Um, Puerum, there's our accusative, that's, so that's our, our direct object. 
seducit is the is the verb, and of course our subject is is masculine singular. So, uh, and auro is in the ablative. So this is an example again of that ablative of means. So the wicked servant deceives the boy, or the or the the servant, another servant, um, uh, with gold. Number 11, preceptis papa ecclesiam ducit. Uh, this is again that ablative of means, uh, with precepts, so or with his precepts, I suppose, since we're talking about the Pope. Um, papa ecclesiam ducit, the Pope leads the church. Populus Dei, number 13, Populus Dei in ecclesiam convenit et misam agit noster episcopus. Um, the people of God come together into the church. Again, notice we have, this is uh, in with the accusative. So the people of God come together, convenit, so cum venit, convenit, uh, in ecclesiam, into the church, et misam agit noster episcopus, um, Again, this is an example of Latin word order for this independent clause uh, uh, being different from English word order. Um, uh, the, the, uh, our bishop, Nostra Episcopus, uh, agit, conducts, does, performs, you know, that ago has many meanings, uh, misam, the mass. Okay. Number 15, semper credunt electi in Deum, a question, one of those direct questions. Um, uh, and uh, so we get here, do the chosen, the elect, um, always believe in God? Uh, number 17, sacrificio filii Deus peccata delet populi. Uh, this is, again, that ablative of means. Um, with the sacrifice, sacrificio filii, de, filii, with the sacrifice of the son, or the sacrifice of his son, we could say to me. Um, uh, Deus peccata delet populi. Here, again, is that flexible Latin word order where peccata populi um, are separated by the, the verb delet. Um, uh, uh, the uh, God deletes, <laughs> wipes out uh, the sins of, of his people, or of the people. Um, number 19, aduc aurum ad impiis capiunt. That's a question. And then our second sentence, impii pios exemplo bono non afficiunt. So, um, aduc aurem ad impiis capiunt. Okay. From the wicked, ad ab impiis capiunt. Do they, do, do they, they take. Aduc means still or yet, right? So, aduc aurem ad impiis capiunt. Do they still take gold from the wicked people? Um, 
impii pios exemplo bono non afficiunt. The wicked, impii, right? Pios, uh, um, that's our, that's accusative, right? So we get uh, impii pios exemplo bono. Um, uh, there's again that ablative of means, uh, a, a good example. Um, non afficiunt. Um, the wicked do not affect non efficient, impie non efficient, the wicked do not affect pios, the pious ones, the holy ones. Um, exemplo bono, with or by means of uh, a bad example. I mean, a good example, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of the wicked, and of course it would be a, a for they would be giving exemplo malo. Um, <laughs> all right. Number uh, 21. Ducitne servus meus transagrum ad domum puerum. Uh, here is that ne as the way of forming a servant, uh, is a, uh, a question. Um, Ducitne servus, does, uh, servus meus, does my servant. Transagrum, across the field, notice it's singular, so it means field rather than the countryside. Um, Transagrum ad domum to the house puerum, the boy or the servant or the servant boy. Um, so uh, uh, does my servant uh, uh, lead the boy across the field to the house? All right, 23. Cum Christo mala numquam facimus or agimus. Um, uh, both might have the same sense. So facimus had more as a sense of we make, and we do, and and we make, whereas agimus is, can have a, a much broader meaning. Um, uh, cum Christo, with Christ, mala, wicked things. Okay, this is uh, neuter, and so the uh, accusative, so it's malum in the singular, mala in the plural. Um, uh, facimus, numquam, never, facimus or agimus. Uh, so with Christ, we never do wicked things. Okay. 25, vinum minister magistro dat. Question. So does the minister, that's our nominative, give wine dot vinum um, to the teacher, magistro. Uh, we, uh, we could put this obviously in dot ne minister uh, vinum magistro or something like that, right? Uh, number 27. That would be an interesting, uh, actually an interesting uh, uh, challenge for you if you want more challenge. Um, some of these direct questions work on ways of, of putting them uh, in, in different ways, you know, other, you know, different word order, um, using that ne construction, um, you know, just to get familiar with the flexibility of Latin, not think in, a, in one particular pattern. Um, similarly, using 
uh, different cases for with their different ways. So, for example, using uh, the uh, that that uh, date of a possession rather than using a genitive, for example, that might seem more more comfortable to us, just to get uh, used to the flexibility of Latin. Um, Twenty-seven. Principium evangelii puer capit. Uh, puer. Okay, we've got another sentence here, but puer is obviously our our uh, our subject. And capit here in the sense has you know is capture, but here in it has a sense of understand, grasp. Maybe that's a good word, grasp. Incident. Well, I'm going to tell you this uh, when we um, because we're here. We're talking about principium evangelii. Does the boy understand or grasp the beginning of the gospel? Um, one of my favorite. Uh, translations just as a as a literary um, thing of the New Testament is that was done in the 40s I think by Monsignor Ronald Knox who is an English uh, Catholic priest and he did a translation of the Vulgate it's not a direct not a literal translation um, but it's very uh, it's slightly idiosyncratic which you'd always get when you get if you got one person doing the translation, you have the advantage of a vigorous translation that's somewhat idiosyncratic. When you have a translation like the New American Bible or even the Revi you know, Revised Standard Version or anything like that that's done by committee, it has the advantage of being a little bit less idiosyncratic, but also it's the work of a committee and you can tell it, tell that it is. Anyway, uh, Monsignor Knox has a translation of the Bible, the entire Bible, but, but the New Testament, he translated from the Vulgate, but with reference to the original languages. And in John chapter one, the prologue, that is the, uh, if you're familiar with the old, uh, uh, you know, traditional mass, it's the, the last gospel in most masses is the first few verses of John's gospel. Anyway, there's this phrase that's usually translated, the darkness has not comprehended it in the King James older, you know, English, but we also, the darkness did not understand it. And the Greek can mean both. And so Knox does something that he does so well. He's such a great stylist in English. He captures in English <laughs> that um, uh, uh, ambiguity so that the English word that he has has both meanings. Keep in mind, ambiguous doesn't mean the same thing as vague. Vague means it has no clear meaning. Ambiguous means it has more than one clear meaning. Um, and so he translates that phrase as the darkness has not mastered it because over it can have the sense of overcome or conquer in that sense master, but also mastered it in the way that you are mastering the lesson of unit six, right? Um, a schoolboy masters, you know, uh, his, his, uh, his lessons or, or so forth. Um, anyway, I, I thought uh, when we use this word kabit, it has those multiple uh, possible meanings. And so in this sense, I think it, it really does have that sense of, of, uh, um, uh, uh, of understanding in the sense of mastering or grasping. All right. 29. Vinum non habent. Uh, they do not have wine put a question mark on there, you'd say, you would say, um, have they no wine? 
Um, all right. Uh, and then moving on to the translations from English into Latin. Of course, there are multiple ways of doing this. Uh, but, you know, is the wicked apostle betraying Christ? Tradit ne apostolos impius Christum. You could say uh, apostolos impius Christum tradit. And uh, with the question mark was a direct statement. Um Number two, do we Christians have hatred of sin? Habemusne Christiani odium peccati um, would be one way to put it. Um, uh, you could shift the word order around depending on what you wanted to emphasize. So if you wanted to say, you know, odium peccati Christiani habemus, um, you know, or if you wanted to emphasize that it was Christians that you're talking about, you might say Christianique, or Christianin, um, yeah, you know, uh, um, uh, Christiani odium uh, peccati habemus. All right. Um, number three, our minister is making a sacrifice in uh, behalf of the people. In behalf, okay, this is that tip off. We're doing the ablative of. Uh, 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 or of, uh, um, of means here. So, minister noster, our minister, or noster minister, remember that's flexible, pro popolo, for on behalf of the people, sacrificium facit. Um, or you could say sacrificium agit. But since we usually in English we say make a sacrifice rather than do a sacrifice, uh, facet is a good word to use. All right. Is Christ coming with glory? Um, Venitne Christus cum gloria. We give thanks to the Lord, for he puts to flight the wicked. Remember, uh, we... we we ago, we we agimus, we 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 shove, we drive, <laughs> grace, uh, uh, grace, thanks, right? So we get domino gratias agimus. We give thanks to the Lord, and then this is four, and so we're using nam for this as our as our uh, our conjunction. <coughs> nam malos fugat. Um, he puts to flight fugat. Malos, uh, the wicked. Um, is the servant giving back the gold to the master? Redit ne servus or famulus or puer, uh, puer you could use uh, any of those really, right? Uh, aurum is our direct object. Uh, uh, magistro or domino depending on whether we mean master in the sense of like a schoolmaster or whether we mean master as in the sense of, you know, the, 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 the uh, um, employer or owner in the case of a slave. Um, uh, you know, so we get, yeah, reditne servus aurum magistro, reditne famulus aurum domino. You know, you could use any of those. All right, very good. Um, next week, uh, we are uh, actually in a few days here, we'll be moving on to uh, Unit uh, 7, uh, which, in which we uh, introduce uh, the present indicative passive of um, the four conjugate, uh, conjugations of verbs. Uh, so um, anyway, talk to you later. Thank you.
and God bless you.